Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, well, well. I finally did it. I killed Dave Harmon. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more But don't worry, cause that's what time travel's for You can always go back and try again And if you go back and kill your friends You can always go back and miss a few seconds You can always go back The Dragon Friends! have in their young lives travelled through space and time in some interesting ways. They've been kicked through wormholes, careened through interdimensional planes, moved through permeable barriers of flesh and the spirit worlds in a manner typically reserved for gods. They've been flung back and forth through temporal worlds using, let's be honest, fantasy cocaine. And one time they got a cab. Now they find themselves leaping through centuries using a device that Baston has come to call the Betty Bye Bye Machine, a cold cell engine developed by the late and brilliant Marceline Val, first scientist of the fall reckoning, a true patriot to the freeborn, mother of Baston's child, because she and Baston did it one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Byron. The Betty Bye Bye Machine has taken them some of the thousand years they need to travel to reach their home, but for the second time, their sleep was interrupted. This time it was the din and chaos of total war that caused their chambers to malfunction. They've woken to a world of mud and terror, of trenches and misery engine. It's, it's a World War I vibe we're going for, but with wizards, etc. If that's not immediately obvious. And now they stand before Major Borov, a war-weary general in the Borovian army, who, like so many before him, is about to put entirely undue faith into the ability of the dragon friends to complete a task for him. But that can come later. For now, it's time to eat. Frizo, Bobby, Filge and Baston sit in the Major's tent while Tim and Bees bring them that night's rations. Borov eats a mystery substance from a tin and chews thoughtfully, eyeing the adventuring party with something approaching amusement. There is a lull in the conversation. I guess I better fill this up then. Ah, boy. Gets dark quick in winter. It's the kind of thing that you don't, uh, you know, until it happens, you don't realize it. But then it's dark outside, and uh, just a week ago it was light. Uh, uh, boy, mm, the sure is muddy in here. Ever get? Jesus Christ, man! All right, get, mm. drowning on dry land. You know, oh. something about it. Being in the same place for so long, you get pretty bloody good at small talk, I've got to say. You know, you say things like, oh, that's a nice bit of puddle. And then you can talk about that for 45 minutes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. very good at small talk. <laughs> oh, me absolutely cream at small talk. Oh, yes? <laughs> yeah, I cream it. And I say things that don't make people pause and look at me funny. I say things like... You ever wonder 
why brains it's so, so, so squishy, why can't they be flat? <laughs> why can't they be flat? Yeah. I want a disc brain. Is that too much to ask? And then I, maybe I could say, but then you'd need a disc skull. And that would be... And then I would fill the silence after I'd say that. Ah. And, and ask you a question. Why do you think we have... Next. <laughs> and then I would say, everybody, shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, small talk. The simple pleasures. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes. Uh, oh, do you know, I, uh, <laughs> I miss this. Why did you put us straight into a non-conversation? <laughs> like, are you sitting there and there's a, mo- there's a lull? We're like, the lull was to- <laughs> The lull was to insert yourself into it and say something that wasn't, what a lull! <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, uh, so, Borov, uh, what are, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? I mean, what are your, what are your biggest fears? Got any tattoos? And um, how's your relationship with your mum? Well, I'll answer the second one first. I've got a tattoo of my mother. Being hit by a steamroller. <laughs> well, that should answer the third. And the first, I am afraid of my mother because she survived that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't really... She's very old and very flat. <laughs> you don't oh, really get... Brains. Uh, yes. You don't really get hit by a steamroller, do you? You sort of get slowly flattened by it. That's true. That's something that I said to her. When, yeah. she, when she said, you hit me with a steamroller, Boroff. And I said, well, Mother, technically, you sort of got slowly flat Stanley'd by it. Was the conversation you had as you were watching her be slowly crushed by it as awkward as this one? She's a stoic old woman. Yeah, 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 cool. But no, that's just me. I've been on the front for, God, 20, 30 years or so in this little pile of mud. That's my pile of mud. Do you have another house that you go to, like a pied-à-terre in the city or something? (laughs) Take a weekend off, a secret lover... We don't take weekends off here. We don't have secret lovers here. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no, it's nothing. Oh. It's really nothing. Oh, well, if it's nothing, we don't care. Okay, well, good. Um, <laughs> now, listen. I hate to do this. I really do. It's not very nice of me. But I, I have your egg, which I understand powers something very important to you. Is that... Is, do I have that right? Have you guys understood any of that? Yeah. He's got our egg. Give us our, our egg, egg back. Give that egg back. Yeah, I'd like to. I really would because it's of no use to me. But, uh, you see, I have a couple of things that I need doing. And I'd be more than happy to replace your egg and you can go back into that chamber. Which, by the way, I thought was a myth. So it was actually quite nice to meet you. Because uh, I thought that that whole thing about people sleeping for a long time around these parts was just... Was just bullshit. But uh, there you are. If I'd known you were there, I probably would have scrapped those things for parts long ago. But uh, as it stands, uh, I have your egg. And uh, unless you do something for me, uh, I'll, I guess I'll just drop kick it into no man's <laughs> land. <laughs> well, don't don't do that. Well, look, how did we went to sleep? What? A hundred years ago. How long ago did we go to sleep? About a hundred years ago. About a hundred years ago. It was really nice. I mean, the jungle was a little horny. But otherwise, you know, it was better than this. It's all very muddy. How did it get so muddy? 
in only 100 small years. So you were here, FR25, FR is that around that right? sounds right to me. Right, well, the year is now FR127, and in the meantime, a few things have happened. For one thing, the horny jungle is gone. What happened? Got, got too Climate horny. Change. Got change. No, just got far too horny and everyone was icked out by it. Oh. Yeah. Nothing to do with the war. And around FR30, everyone went, yuck! <laughs> and I flattened it. So that's why it's so muddy? No, no, no. Look, it's been, we've been at war since uh, 35 FR, 30, 37 FR. What, around then. what kicked off the whole, you know... Stabby, stabby, boomba, you know. I see you're a military historian as well. <laughs> <laughs> Kablamo. All right. Pop, well, pop, pop. Do you have time for a quick little history lesson? In 35 FR, that's I think 10 years before, or after rather, you went back to sleep, Strad unifies the groups of liberated freeborn to form the Republic of Barovia. Are you with me so far? Yes. All right. At this point, Carcosa and Barovia are allies, cemented by, of course, a marriage between the brother of Strahd, Sergei, and a Carcosan lady by the name of Petrina. Does that all make sense so far? Yep, get, I'm taking notes. I'm Any questions? Because I don't want to have to answer a lot of questions at the end. Is Strahd a vampire yet at what? this point in the story? <laughs> a what? A vampire. No, he's just a guy. Just a regular guy. Well, he's the head of the Barovian Republic. He's right? still around? Now? Yeah. No! Okay. When does he die? I know we're skipping ahead. We are skipping ahead. There's an right. order to these things. Well, as long as Strahd dies in this story, I am here for the end. Me just think in terms of storytelling, you're doing very linear. Maybe you could have grabbed our attention telling us about how Strahd died and then say, how did we get here? <laughs> Do oh. a Quentin Tarantino. All yeah. right. I'm going to take my All shoes right. off. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set the scene for you. How's this? Yeah. Frieza, why are you taking your shoes off? That seems unnecessary. No, it's, it, no it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Trust me. We open in 37 FR. That's two years. I've jumped. Okay. <laughs> All right. 37 FR. Three bodies are on the ground. Oh. One of them, Strahd. <gasps> One of them, Sergei. <gasps> and one of them, the beautiful Petrina Corleona, with a sword through her chest. Ah. Now, I bet you're wondering how we got here. Very much <laughs> yeah. so. That's very much very so. Very much. Wow. I was kind of hoping there was one sword through all three of them, like a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with bits of capsicum in between. <laughs> <laughs> but it is known. But skip forward some amount of time. Uh, skip back, rather. Okay, ah. okay yes. <laughs> And uh, all is known, all that's known is that one week beforehand, uh, Strahd got a message from his brother saying that him and his bride were coming to visit the new Republic of Barovia. He surprised them in the castle. And then, of course, the traitor Byron. The traitor Byron slain all three of them in the night. Oh, boy. Oh, what? Well, yes. I'm sure he had good reasons for it, you know, at the time. His own sword through Petrina. Anyway. What about the, what about the other two? What? What about the other two? Yeah. How did they get kebabbed? There, was, there, was a, there weren't kebabbed. There ah. was a dagger. 
Oh. All found on Byron. Byron had his own wounds bleeding out. Captured. And then the bastard escaped. Now, what followed was, I'm told, this is before my time, a pretty hairy diplomatic situation with recriminations from both sides because, of course, we'd lost Strad and they'd lost an amount of people and uh, not helped by the fact that we refused, and I think potentially uh, rightly, to return the body of Petrina. Uh, Anyway... What did you need it for? Stuff. (laughs) No, it was a position of power. You see? Because there was a thought at the time that Byron might have double-crossed or triple-crossed or quadruple-crossed. He was just a shit. Everybody didn't like him and everybody was trying to say, no, he's your guy, no, he's your guy, no, he's your guy. He seemed like a good guy. What are you talking about? I just told you he did a triple homicide. Yeah, but what if they... What if they... What if they were... uh, Bad people? What if they... Uh, what if they kicked do- dogs? What if they all kicked a dog? And that's not nice. Look around you, man. Countless dead. It's very muddy. You know, it's pretty bloody bad because right. of what he did. Not an excuse to kick a dog, though. I think he was right. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually think they kicked any dogs. I think that's something he just made up. No, I think I remember hearing... You remember you weren't there! You just got here! Freezer! You're talking about the man who founded Barovia. Strad von Zarevich, killed by the coward, Byron. But you don't know why. No, I don't know why. Just seems like most of this, your side's fault. <laughs> you know, you your guy killed Strad and everyone else. You know, you guys did the weird thing with the body. We didn't do anything weird with the body, we just didn't repatriate it. Where's the body now? Well... This is the thing. And if I'm going to be honest with you... We've been weekend and burning it for 100 <laughs> years. The body... The body is with Lord Ravenloft currently. Mm. And look, I think, Filge, you speak some truth there because we've reached a point in this war where nobody really remembers why anybody's fighting. It's clearly not going... You know, it's not a fun time. What about a brunch? Excuse me? <laughs> You know, if nobody remembers why anyone's fighting, maybe just host a brunch. Everyone comes along. Ooh, have, mimosas. Yeah, mimosas really just go down. You know, loosen everyone's lips. If you don't like mimosas, Bloody Marys. But maybe that's a little violent. <laughs> <laughs> Could Listen, be a little if, on the nose. Yeah, a little on the nose. Then you've got the brunch. People have Bloody Marys. They remember they're angry with. There's a bloodbath again. And there's tomato juice everywhere, which doesn't <laughs> taste very good. I'm not a savory beverage guy. Yeah, cold soup. Yeah, right? Oh, Listen! <laughs> if what you are stumbling around is some sort of peace summit... Yes, that's I'd never what considered I said. It, I'd never, I hadn't considered it as a brunch, actually. Mm. Every time I've pitched it, it's been a nighttime thing. Yeah, no, it's late in the day. Yeah, everybody's sleepy. It might yeah. be onto something yes. there. Everybody's fresh for a brunch. Oh, yeah. You know, when you turn up to a brunch and the world's your oyster. You know, <laughs> you're oyster. hungry. Yeah, you're hungry. Yeah, you're hungry. I haven't had breakfast. So I'm gonna, you know. Oh, there's, uh, there's coffee? Pep in the oh, step. Oh. Ah. I am loving how this plan is coming Well, together. it won't work. Oh. Because every time I try and raise the idea of a peace talk, for which we would need to return the remains, mm. Ravenloft rebuffs it. It's only gotten worse. You see, he's, he's sort of in charge of all this. I've got my little patch, but he sort of oversees everything. Mm. And uh, 
Well, he surrounded himself with a bunch of fanatics. Anybody who comes telling him to see sense, to see reason, to return the body, to get them to a brunch, although we've never tried brunch before, so that could be the secret sauce. Everyone loves brunch. That person is court-martialed and then killed on the spot. Oh. Which brings me to what I'd like you to do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> now, in an ideal world, I wouldn't have told you any of that. Got <laughs> 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 to be honest with you. <laughs> uh-huh. I've had a couple of mimosas myself, a <laughs> couple of sundowners, and I wasn't thinking strategically. Listen, uh, if it's what me think you're asking, me don't want to do any of that stuff where there's a big platter full of just like a, like a meat river with like the grassini and the cheese. Like, I don't want any part of that. Well, I pledge to you, Filch, that if you pull this off and we have a peace summit, you don't have to have anything to do with that meat part of things. <laughs> There'll be fruits, a cantaloupe, <laughs> a pineapple. <laughs> And that's it? Any other fruit? No, just, just cantaloupe. We're in war. <laughs> We're at wartime rations. What, do you think I'm going to get some rock melon? You think I'm going to get some fish? Right, so you could get cantaloupe, but not rock melon? <laughs> do you have the same thing? <laughs> they are the same thing. I think they are, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you completely familiar with the fruit hierarchy in this rich fantasy world that Ben's created? Because a rock melon is a completely different thing here. How are they different? How are they different? How are they? How is a rock melon and a cantaloupe different in this yeah. world? Yeah. Well, a cantaloupe is is a uh, is a normal. Just what you're thinking. <laughs> and a and a rock melon. Oh, that is the egg of a rock golem. <laughs> That's the whole... No, they're the same basic fruit, all right? I'm very stressed, but listen. Will there be any meats at the brunch? Yes, but she won't be. It'll be in a different room. Okay. Brazola. Yeah? You know what I was going to say? Yeah. I was going to say fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a meat. What? It's a kind of noodle. <laughs> this is easy as shit, Dave. I don't know why you're always bitching about it. Just just name a bunch of foodstuffs. What's yeah. the time? Yeah, no, we're doing good. We're doing good. Well, look, we are all but humble adventurers and afraid, full of fear. We couldn't put ourselves in front of a mad general. All right, but I guess one I'll... of us. One of us is brave, Frizo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frizo would give his life for all of us. Isn't that right, pal? Mostly. When I see you, Frizo, I see a man who would put his body on the line without any thoughts of the consequences for the future. <laughs> yeah. You um, would give away your items. You would look, just throw down a grenade. He'll throw his body right <laughs> on it. <laughs> he would. He would. He would give money to all his friends if he so wished. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, on opposite day, I've done a funny joke. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What do you? What is this? That what do you? What do you want us to do? Listen, I have some intelligence from my scouts, 
The news is bad. I mean, look around you. The whole thing's bloody bad. There's a there's a misery engine up there. That's the thing that's making all the noise. It's called a fucking misery engine. Can you imagine waking up every morning and looking at 300 yards and seeing something called a fucking misery engine? I hate it. <laughs> but if that weren't bad enough, my scouts say that there's another army coming on the Eastern Front. They'll encircle us and then we're fucked. But Ravenloft won't hear about it. I can't get him this information. But I know Ravenloft, I played beach volleyball with him. <laughs> when oh, we really? Were, as, a, as a twosome? Yeah, we were, wow. we were, we were, we were called Spike and... I, I don't know another word. Set. Spike and Set. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they were us. We were the terror of the beach volleyball oh. circuit when we were teenagers. This was still during total war, I should say. <laughs> because the war's been going for so long. But those were the days... But uh, I know that somewhere in him, he'll, he'll see reason. If you can get him this information, and he pulls out a kind of codex, kind of uh, parchment okay. thing, and he says, if you can get this in front of his eyes, if you can get past his bastard commissar, Ooh. and his guards, and his precious new castle that's so impressive. Hey, look at me, I'm Ravenloft and my big dumb castle. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get it to him and he doesn't kill you, <laughs> which is very likely, I think he'll see reason and he'll pull us back. What is this message he needs to see? I just told you. That, uh, the, uh, about the brunch. No, well, <laughs> no, the message is we're going to lose the Eastern Front's going to open up. You have the remains. Return them. Let's get everybody to the table. And we can sort this whole mess out. Can okay. I ask you a question about Ravenloft? Yeah. Is the reason he's not ever considered a brunch because you never see him during the day? Well, I just told you we play beach volleyball. Which is well, it could have been at night. It was a daytime sport. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look. Wait a minute. If you I'm don't see a lot of nighttime sports, do you? Uh. Like... Night cricket. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's night cricket. Uh, baseball. Uh, like, and I uh, guess... M- this is easy as shit, Dave. Um, uh, all right, well, hey, dragon huddle, okay? Everybody okay. huddle up? All right. Huddle up? Yep. All right. I think this whole dude, the Ravenloft dude, he's got the body. He's definitely doing a Weekends at Bernie's thing. We go, we take the body, we set up in no man's land, we do some light catering. We wait, 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 wait. Why do you want the body? Well, because that's what it's all about. The other oh, people want the body. You want to be... The ho- you want Dragos to host the brunch Look. in No Man's Land. Oh. That's right. Set up a nice thing. Oh, then Bring we can really to- have creative control That's over what we're serving. We can curate. Yeah, we can go beyond I'm two with, fruits. I'm with you, Filch. Grissini is a waste of fucking space. What? It's like a teething roof for a baby. And babies don't even like teething roofs. And also, we're really good at diplomacy. Yeah, we're <laughs> so good at this. It's the perfect plan. Okay. Frizo? Yeah, maybe we can get some of them ladies coming. In sushi. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Great idea. Oh, and you know what? Go We've already it. got a lady who can't say no. <laughs> it's just that she's got a big knife in her. Yeah, well, you know, oh. you could put. Uh, oh. That's beans, basically a glorified plate. Shut up! <laughs> Try my best. I think this is what it's. I think we know how you All feel right. based on the chicken crimpy story about <laughs> corpses being glorified plates, Demi Lardner. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, listen, I caught some... Suppose really it was a lunchbox, wasn't it? <laughs> what is a coffin but God's lunchbox? Uh, all right, Bobobobobobob, you've got a... Do you have a map for us? I've got better than a map, I've got Georgie here. Oh, Georgie. G- Georgie's going to take you to Castle Ravenloft. Uh, what's Georgie look like? Georgie! Hello! Georgie! <laughs> I've been here the whole time. <laughs> oh. oh! Hey, Georgie. Hi, Georgie. Yeah. How are you doing, guys? Oh, maybe you want to have a more commanding presence. Okay, well... <laughs> no, you just didn't notice you, that's all. No, but some... Hey, you try it now. Big voice. Hello! Yeah. That was louder. Four out of ten. Four out of ten? Well, that's better than none out of ten, is what my mother used to say to me. Mm. She used to say, Georgie, I dislike you. <laughs> so she didn't actually say the numbers thing, but... um. You can't spell dislike without like. <laughs> Hey, it's that's really that's nice. <laughs> but I think you two will get on just fine. Now, it's a half day's ride, so you can take one of the carts, whatever fantasy bullshit the thing is, um, and a horse and a... And a, a cart? Do you ever notice that? I think it's a half day's ride around here. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, well, you really are good at small talk. <laughs> that's a good riff. Yeah, people around here are always saying things like, oh, over yonder. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, what would you have me do? <laughs> that's, that's what I like to say. Yeah, wow. What would you have me do? You could just say... Go yonder. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have me do? What would you have me do? What, what would you, you have what? me do? What would you have me do? It's a good what question. What would you have me do? It's all good. All right, piss okay. off. <laughs> all right, blah, 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 blah. So you go on uh, with Georgie in tow. You set out for Castle Ravenloft. You have been out of the uh, camp and you see it kind of uh, going in the distance and you look around and you can see the uh, havoc that this almost 100-year war has uh, wreaked on a landscape that is not too unfamiliar for you. This is, after all, the same place that Nethril uh, was, uh, albeit ground-based, and uh, <laughs> the the rolling hills and horny jungle have given way to uh, what, you know, looks a lot like the Somme. <laughs> uh, mud, rolling fields, uh, not a lot of nice stuff there. You pass through some abandoned villages as if things have had to kind of up and, up and, people have had to up and leave really, really quickly. Um, you're about two hours into your ride when you come across uh, a small settlement of people as if they've sort of set up a shanty town and as you ride past, they kind of are begging you for help and supplies. Oh. Sorry. Nah. Anybody got any Skittles on them? <laughs> oh, let me see what me have. Uh, who would like a big load of rope? <laughs> rope? Here, you, young girl. Yes? What would you do with a nice big load of rope? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, come on, Filch. Uh, we better get along. Hey, what is... <laughs> Maybe... 50 feet. Hempen. 
There you go. I'm crossing it off my list. Why, I'd make the biggest skipping rope in all the world. Well, there you go. I like to bring a smile yeah. to the beggars a that I meet. A week later, she was dead. <laughs> um, ben, Ben. So Skipped herself to death. <laughs> <laughs> Landing so on bloodied nubs. <laughs> So Still jumping though. So this is this is Barovia, right? This is this is this is the newly the newly I think it was it was founded in thirty five. But in like but in in a thousand years this will be where Baston was from. Yeah, I mean in this timeline, yeah. So Ooh, leave a um, uh, time uh, Oh, geocaching. Woo! Okay, you can do that. Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. Wait, no, sorry, that only works when you go back. Away. Oh damn. So uh, yeah, because because Georgie is like, oh guys, I I have to um I have to do a wee. So um, I'm going to go and do that. Don't abandon us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm under strict instructions. Do not abandon you, and if you try to run, to kill you. Oh. Very okay. quickly. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> What's he carrying, weapons-wise? Uh, he's got a, a sword and a couple of daggers and a bow on his back. Oh. He's actually like weirdly, oh. st- like you didn't notice how armed he was until, until he said that. You said bow, and I was like. Oh, like a present. He does have that as well. Like, like, as, a, like as a car at a sixteen-year-old birthday. He, do- <laughs> he does. He does have a little, yeah, a little sixteen-year-old birthday car uh, bow on him, uh-huh. um, because my presence is your present. But if you do run, I will kill you again. Okay. I need to reiterate oh, wow. this. So, I like him. Baston and guys, if you want to bury anything for the future, you you can do that. Oh, now. We want to bury anything. Any, any landmarks uh, around? Uh, there is a real craggy rock. Mm. What would you say it looks like if we were to like? I think it looks like, but you couldn't possibly know this. The it looks exactly like, exactly like, but again, you couldn't possibly know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. The profile of Willem Dafoe's face. Oh, scary! <laughs> so they call it scary Green Goblin Rock. Yeah, yeah, they do. By a, by a weird quirk in all the timelines, they call it in every single iteration of this universe Green Goblin Rock for different reasons. Right. In our world. Uh, they call it because it looks like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. But in their world, it was discovered by a Green Goblin. So right. that's why. Does anyone have anything they want to bury? Like uh, a spare set of keys so we can get into the house Ooh. if we need to? Or uh, what's going to last a thousand years under Green Goblin hey, Rock? Uh, g- uh, can you guys do a uh, perception Aww. check for me? Ooh. Oh. Uh, 16. 16? landed weird. Uh, 3. 15. Okay, so... Um, 14. What? 14! All right. Uh, Bobby and Baston, you think behind Green Goblin Rock you can hear a kind of muttering noise. Mm. And that's not where he just went to pee. No, he's... Uh, so, uh, Georgie's gone to pee elsewhere. He's gone elsewhere. All right. Should we... Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you, go, you go one way, I'll go the other. All right. Classic pincer movement. Classic pincer movement. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Crab! Okay, so, uh, <laughs> Eden, can you do that? Crab? Can you, can you just, can I, can you just say you crab these people? No, and you would make me make a stealth check, probably to then see. Then that's what I'm going to okay. do. Okay, double stealth. Oh, there's Hing's loaded dice. Wait, what? 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll use a regular dice. Uh, yeah, 18. Still good. Okay, so you, you, you sneak up Crap. on these people underwear. You see um, two young uh, men with shabby swords. Shabby swords? Yeah, they're like made out of driftwood. and like 
Yeah. Shabby chic sword. Yeah, shabby chic sword. Like kind of a boho sword. Yeah, yeah. They've got like scarves tied around them. Yeah, like, it looks say. real cool. Okay. And it looks like if you tried to pull it off yourself, it would just look shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you see two and an older gentleman uh, in like a patchwork cloak. Uh, and he seems to thrum. Oh no. Uh-oh. Oh no. With what? What's he thrumming with? Eldritch energy. Some sort of, yeah, I mean, it's never not that. I'm never like, Dave's never like, oh, and it seems to thrum with, with good vibes. With good vibes. <laughs> you get real. This guy's just thrumming out good vibrations, yep. guys. Uh, Is there some sort of hexadecimal tessellation happening? Or not yet? He's not doing it yet, but he's saying, you fools, you've given us away! Attack! Oh. And uh, because you got the jump on them, you have advantage. So uh, are we fighting? Yeah, you're you're in combat now. Okay. No, I've only got I've only got one sword now. Yeah, because you gave oh. the other one to Byron. Yeah, which he used. I found out to kill Strahd. <laughs> and, uh, oh no! Yeah, so he son my old son. I raised him. <laughs> not well. Oh man, you're gonna have lady juice all over your big nose. Oh no! What's um? What's the what's the armor class? Uh, the armor class is 15. Okay. Well, the, sorry, the, the two boys, they oh, are... two boys? Well, the two young, they're teenagers. It's fine. Don't get weird. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, they're like 13 armor class. Okay, so I'm just going to use my martial arts yep. to try and just knock them out. Cause okay. Because they're, they're just kids. Well... And probably my grandsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, grandsons. That's enough of that. Bam, and I do 12 to one and 10 to the other. Okay, they're looking pretty pretty crook. Okay. <laughs> Surrender now and I won't punch you again. Do an intimidation check. Okay, DC, well, well, they're pretty ooh, crook, so 10. Ooh, 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 I'll use that little loaded dice. Don't use the loaded <laughs> dice. Oh, I got a one. All right. I see one. As you say surrender, your voice cracks a little bit. Surrender! <laughs> uh, and they suddenly have a second win. Uh, you still have the drop on them, so you have a move before they rally. Yeah, I'm going to attack um, the man. Okay. Well, the old so man. that's uh, an 11. You get uh, pluses. What are you attacking him with? Oh, with me, uh, with me sword? Yeah, you get like oh. plus eight. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, so that's uh, 21. Okay, so his armor class is 16 and that hits. Okay. Um, and Stab him. You stab him real good. So what's it? So this is the guy. Is he like in a patchwork quilt? No, patchwork cloak. He's a. He looks. He looks and he thrums. He's a. Yeah, he's in a. He's in a quilt. Is he's like grandma. He's in how to make an American quilt. Quilt. Wow. Um, and he's like, this is the only one I could find. Um, it does feel like. I, I will tell you though. It does feel like this man hasn't been in a reputable wizarding shop yeah, for a right. long time, and he has just maybe made his robes out of. Aduna. That's 16 yeah. damage because it was a surprise attack. A sneak Ooh, attack. Ooh, sneak attack. Sneak attack. So sneak. how much damage is that? 16. 16. Okay, he like he he reels back. And he goes, in the name of the sound! And now it's his turn. Uh, and he Ooh. rolls a five, which misses, and a what's your arm class? Me? Yeah. Uh, who me? Who me? Uh, 16. And another thing that misses as well, but bolts of blue lightning um, pass by you very close. Obliterating part of Willem Dafoe rock. Oh, no. no. Um, oh, no. The boys rally and they run with their little chic swords at you, Frizo. You, <laughs> you were nearby, right? We were nearby, but I was I was getting ready to do something sneaky. Okay, just, fair enough, fair enough. I'm just going to stay with these guys and you guys are kind of watching the combat because that's easier for old janky jank. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they run at the guy whose voice broke and this also means that I get another roll. Oh. Um, and that misses a game. They're really... Really bad at this and starting to get a little bit demoralized. Okay, my turn? Yeah. 
Yep. Okay. I've, I've climbed the rock, by the way. You've you climbed the rock at this rock? point? Yeah, I'm okay. still sneaky. You're going to use your action to climb the rock? You're gonna... Yeah, I'm going to climb the rock. Okay. Um, so I got 17 on the old dude. Does that hit him? Yes. I'm going to spend one key, key point because uh-huh. I'm a monk to do a stunning strike. Which like basically uh, makes him stunned. Okay. So I smack him. He's got to make a con save. Yeah. And constitution that? save, DC fourteen. Well, he got a big hot five. Yeah. So now he's stunned. He's just like, dude. Okay. S- <laughs> seeing that, <laughs> seeing that this man who means something to these two teenagers is stunned, both of them run, uh, start to run away. It's up to you. Jeffrey Stavros, stop where you are. <laughs> That is neither of their names, so they don't stop. Oh, damn it. I will tell you, though, if you'd guessed their names, they would have stopped. Okay. <laughs> Chongo, be a neck. They stop. <laughs> <laughs> and they look up at the rock, because you're yeah. now at the top of Willem Dafoe Rock. Yeah. And they go, what's that? What? Oi, Chongo, she just, she, she just called my name. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bully. Oh. My name's Freezer. How'd she know our name? <laughs> Nobody knows. I've not. Oh, wait, that's not a lady. That's a fellow with long hair. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> weird. Oh, oh, I've never seen anyone like him. He before. looks. You know what he does? What? He thrums with a sort of malevolent energy, I reckon. Yeah. A bit sus. Yeah, I don't like oh. him at all. I bet he's into tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Oh yeah, uh, sorry about that. We were sort of following orders. Yeah. You know, from the big fella. Yeah. From who? Oh, the guy in the doona. Yeah. He came to our town. He's ain't looking for acolytes. I said, oh, well, you know, what am I doing? Oh, you know? nothing, nothing till Tuesday. Yeah, I'll be an acolyte, you know. <laughs> we got bingo on Tuesdays. Till then, I'll be a bloody acolyte. Oh, yeah, I'll go. And there's, he's all got bl- bloody, bloody, blah about the bloody noise and the sound. Oh, and the all. sound. He loves the going I about love the sound. I love the sound. Oh, you wouldn't even hear about it. Oh, you would hear about it. You hear not about just about the sound, but sound about the yeah, sound. Yeah, he's proper. The sound on he's sound. proper mental. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so no bingo to chill. To Tuesday, so we go all right, and so he's on the road and he's trying to get you know uh, what he calls tithes, tithes to the south. Tithes, tithes, just call it what it is. It's, it's money. A, it's robbery. It's, it's money. robbery. Oh. Don't have to dress it up in some fancy uh, word. No, no, it's a nice jacket though, isn't it's it? A ni- it's a doona. It's a <laughs> doona. I ain't got a doona though. I'm just hoping one day I'll be top acolyte and I'll wear the jacket. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> So anyway, he's no hard feelings. I mean, every, everybody looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm off. I've actually got to uh, go back down the Ari. Yeah, I'm going to go back. I've Hold got on, f- what were your orders? I've got ah. a family that I just left behind. What about orders? What are your orders? From old mate Dunaface. Yeah. Stick by him. Help him collect his tithes. And then uh, bring him back for to, to the to his little little uh, retreat. He calls it in the name of the sound. In the name of the sound. <laughs> What's Duna face doing at this point? He's I think he's still stunned. Um, I'm going to roll him up in his Duna like a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good idea. Yeah, swaddle him. Where's this retreat? It's about half a day's ride from here. Oh. <laughs> 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 Orf was right. Everyone is always saying yeah. that. <laughs> what would you have me do? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever noticed everybody's always saying that? <laughs> what would you true. have me do? It's true. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, and then, uh, yeah, it's about half a day's ride south. You guys are going north. Oh. Uh. Well, we're probably going to take him. Oh, him by all questions. means, I'll tell you what, I hope you like hearing about the bloody sound. Because <laughs> that's all you're going to be doing. 
Um, quick, quick uh, dragon what? huddle. Yeah. Right. Um, the sound is like that clue that Strahd was talking about last time. We never oh. heard the clue. No, there was. It was something about... The roar that sounded... You know what? It wasn't even a clue. It was a very straightforward thing that we just said. Um, I've got... It's like, it's like if somebody went to the shops and went, oh, could I, could I get a Coke? And the shopkeeper was like, ooh, riddle me this. <laughs> <laughs> a fascinating puzzle from you, sir. I will take some time to think on that. Well, let's not waste another clue <laughs> yeah. and question this guy. Oh, the burrito? Yeah, the burrito. Captain Burrito? Well, we should keep going because otherwise this half a day's ride, you know, it'll blow out to three-quarters day ride. Oh, and then right. what, yeah, what is it? that? Like, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah, nobody says that. Hey, it's Georgie again. I couldn't help notice all the assault. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, bo- the body's still dazed on the ground? Oh, yeah, that guy. What's it got on it? You know that guy? No, I'm not. I'm looting the body. What? I'm looting the He's body. He's wrapped in a burrito. There's very no way you're looting the I've, body. I'm going to slip my little very on brand. hands in there. Oh, I'm going to get whatever he's got. Very on brand for Frizo. Uh, you find on him not much money, actually. It doesn't seem like their tithing has been particularly successful, but you get um, 10 gold pieces. Yeah, that sounds good. Because sometimes I just say numbers, and Dave's like, that is somebody's like salary no, for a year. That's good. So you said 10 gold pieces. Okay. Uh, you, hey, you don't have a pen. To write yeah, that down, don't. so I'll give you ten, ten skittles. skittles. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, you. Oh, not too close. He's got some rings on his fingers. Can you want to take those? Yes. Uh, and he's got I'm a. I'm not going to put them on because it seems cursy or something. Sure. And around his neck, he's got a amulet um, that uh, has like a complicated kind of intricate latticework pattern. On yeah, it. I like that. All right. You Anything get... else? No. Oh, yeah. A muesli bar. <laughs> Yeah. He's got a chalk chip muesli bar that's half I think you're stuck in my teeth, but I could use it for, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's up to you. It's your, it's yeah. your muesli bar. All right, okay, I'll cool. have that too. Great. Is that all or is... Sorry? Is that all or is there any... That's all he's got. Oh. Check his fillings. I was about to say. <laughs> he has astonishingly good teeth, actually. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'll take one of them. Like one of his natural teeth? They're all wood? Do you have anything that can extract a tooth there? Ooh, let me have a look. I got a muesli bar. <laughs> 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 and so <laughs> your half day's journey may have blown out into maybe uh, three quarters of a day's journey but you have learned perhaps something and gained a muesli bar some money and some jewellery but what else who is this stranger wrapped as he is as some kind of eldritch duna burrito And what will happen when you arrive at the gates of the newly being built Castle Ravenloft? Can the Dragon Friends get the information in front of Lord Ambrose Ravenloft himself? Or will they trip over their own dicks doing something stupid like adopting a pig? (laughs) To find out where they find the pig. (laughs) To find out answers to questions such as these, tune into the next Dragon Friends. Thank you! If you do not provide a pig for me to adopt, yeah. I'm going to flip with shit because I've got the ham. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and in this case, Demi Lardner. Just for this little bit. Our Dungeon Master for this episode was Ben Jenkins doing his absolute best with live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. 
Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal land in the Yoran Nation. This podcast is made possible by the contributions of the Dragon Friends Patreon, where you can get ad-free early access to episodes along with exclusive content for as low as $5 a month. Until next time. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. That's what time travel's for You can always go back And try again And if you go back And kill your friends You can always go back An extra few seconds You can always go back at my nana's um, funeral, I accidentally, I was nervous, so I had a big box of shapes in my uh, hands and my <laughs> mum made me kiss her goodbye and I really didn't want to, but I tipped all the shapes in her coffin <laughs> and I was like, Mum, what do I do? And she was like, I don't know. Because so I went to grab a mountain. She was like, not that! Grabbed <laughs> my hands. It's really rough. My understanding is if you go to the afterlife with nothing in your coffin, then you just get... You know, the heaven buffet. Yes. But if you turn up with something, that's yeah. what you've got. Yeah, that's what you've yeah. got and that's yeah. it. But I think you did something really well, Demi, because uh, usually people put pennies on people's eyes for yeah. the boatman show. <laughs> yeah. You're going to give him some uh, shapes. <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh, yes, I've been eating pennies this whole time. <laughs> it's so important that you remember what flavour shapes they were. They were chicken crimpy. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh, what? the king of shapes! I, I was going to say that's the most disrespectful shape. I fucking love chicken crimpy. Because oh, what's, yeah. what's crimpy? Do you know what? If I die, yeah. God forbid. You won't. I know. But if I die and mm-hmm. somebody puts chicken crimpies on my corpse at my funeral, <laughs> yeah. just fucking throw me in the ocean and okay. pretend I never what lived. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What if it's your granddaughter and she's got a burgeoning comedy career? Oh, well, in that case, that's different because I will have already made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.